The Leia Heilpan Show. Sponsored by Step Finance. Your go-to DeFi portfolio manager on Solana. Luno, if you're just getting into Bitcoin, it's the perfect place to start. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Leia Heilpan Show. It's going to be another interesting conversation all about crypto this time. Um, and we're going to learn a lot. Are we in a bear market? I don't know yet. So let's find out. But before we jump in, this particular um, podcast, as you know, is sponsored by BlockFi. You can actually get around $250 when you sign up um, and deposit money with them. So I use them and I really enjoy it. The link, if you want to join, is in the description and in the comment section. So check that out. Um, And it's also powered by Icon Plus Capital, the VC firm. So definitely check them out as well. So joining me today is somebody who kind of just came on the scene out of nowhere. I'm super excited to learn about him. It is Cousin crypto josh what's up what's up thank you for having me yeah it's good to meet you i feel like we connected a while ago but i've mm-hmm. never been able to know who you are or learn about you so how are you doing i'm doing good can't complain you know actually i mean i can complain a little bit you know the market <laughs> you know it's not great um but we'll get there yeah i'm hoping so so you kind of popped out of nowhere um that tiktok video came online yeah. i don't think you even had a twitter did you at the time Nope, didn't have a Twitter, um, but I saw my opportunity and I capitalized on that. No, but that's I, great. Yeah, so no, I was just, uh, you know, I was in college, I was at university at the time. Um, I was at Arizona State and I really enjoyed it. Um, but I just didn't really enjoy the whole school aspect of it, which wasn't great, like the academic aspect. Um, I felt like, you know, you were kind of in a system that didn't cre- uh, reward creativity and it just mm-hmm. wasn't for me. So I was looking for another way out. And I knew going into college, it was not going to be a four-year thing. But I didn't have a backup plan at the time. Um, so, you know, I was doing crypto. But obviously, you know, 2018, 2019, that wasn't going to be, that wasn't looking like a way out. So I started doing TikTok. And I said to my friends, yo, I'm going to start dieting. I'm going to lose a bunch of weight. And I'm going to give out workout advice. And I'm going to pop off because of it. A lot of my friends like laughed at me like I didn't even have TikTok downloaded. Um, so I just started doing that, you know, exactly that. Started posting workout advice, um, dieting, supplements, all that good stuff. One day someone asked me, you know, where do you get your money? And this is when mm-hmm. crypto kind of started, you know, going off again. Solana was one of my early trades um, and that started really moving. So I just made a video. Um, and at the time I was living in a frat house. So people found that amusing, too. And I just made, you know, a shirtless video explaining, you know, I'm in crypto. I do this, I do that. That got thrown up on Twitter. And immediately I was like, okay, well, this is getting views. I'm going to make a Twitter account real quick, pump out a couple of videos. We'll see how I do, you know, go from there. And it really, you know, just snowballed, kind of just took the momentum from there. Yeah, I remember everyone was just like, who is this guy? Why doesn't he have tw- Why doesn't he have Twitter? So you made yourself a Twitter account. Um, okay, so you're you were in college, mm-hmm. um, first or second or third or fourth year? Where were you? So I was a sophomore. I was my first semester sophomore year. What is that? Second year? I'm English. Second year, second year. <laughs> sophomore, okay, sophomore year, second year. Okay, and why did you, I don't understand, you said that you felt there was a disconnect with the system, you felt like mm-hmm. university or college wasn't the way to go. Talk to me about that. Well, for example, you know, in the States, um, Arizona State, and it's not one of the more expensive universities, um, without a scholarship and being out of state, it's 50 grand a year, which you know, yeah. it's a lot of money. And so my classes, the first entire year, I was a business major, business entrepreneurship, which again, I feel like it's a problem because entrepreneurship is not something you can really teach. You know, it's something mm. that you're kind of born with. Um, at least that's my view. So I was taking business entrepreneurship and out of my six classes, I had one business class, which was once a week for 40 minutes. And then I had one CIS class, which was Microsoft Excel, which was decent as well. Um, That was for one hour twice a week. The rest of my classes were nothing to do with business. I took gender studies, stress management. You took gender studies, wait. Sociology, like a complete random group of stuff. Wait, what is gender studies? I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, I didn't learn much, but, you know, it's kind of just one of those classes where you just got to sit there. And, you know, you blink and it's over. And it's just like, what did I learn? So that was kind of my whole views. I was like, 
I'm not paying 50 grand a year to do this. And a lot of kids are okay with it because growing up, you know, in the States, the drinking age is 21. And if you have strict parents who don't let you go out, don't let you drink during high school, you only get that freedom when you get to college. So they're okay mm -hmm. with, you know, pissing away 50 grand a semester because it's the first time they've had freedom. And, you know, while partying and everything, especially Arizona State being known for it is fun. Like I wanted to set up my life. You know, that's more important for me. I'd rather get myself set up now um, and be able to be financially set when I'm younger. You know, I don't want to be 60 years old on the golf course with my boys. Like that's, I'm already, I'm already old. I've already got one foot in the grave. So I want to set myself up now. So, you know, hopefully early 30s, I'm doing that kind of stuff. I just... I'm just like gobsmacked at the whole gender studies thing. That's insane because in, in England, it's not like that. Like in England, when you do, you study something at university, like you study that. We, yeah, we don't I mean, study anything else. It's, it's crazy. And so like what you have here is you have community college, which a lot of kids do do for the first two years, um, which I would honestly, if I had it back again, it would definitely be worth it because those first two years here, you don't really study your actual major it's only when you get to your third and fourth year That's do so they crazy. narrow it down and it's just like you know same thing like i'm like learning like calculus and stuff which again i've never math has never been my strong point and even to this day you know in the industry that i'm in everyone's like oh bro how do you get the code i don't i still don't you don't need to know that kind of stuff in my opinion um you know i've just i've never really used that stuff in my life yeah. um and I just, I couldn't justify paying that amount of money. And then, like you said, on top of that, it's not like you're learning anything that you're going to take into the real world. So I was just like, I cannot believe that I'm paying this amount of money, getting this out of it. And on top of it, it is taking away four years of your life. And it's four years when, you know, you're 18 to 22. That's when you got the most energy, the most fire. That's when you're going to be, you know, the most productive. So I was just like, I can't do this. And, you know, there's plenty That's of amazing. examples of people that have gone to university, become successful, people that are dropped out. So for me, it's just, you know, I'm not like anti-anti-college. For some people, they need it. They cannot survive on their own. They need to be told what to do, when to do it. Um, and for those people, you know, go ahead, do it. Um, and you can stay in the rat race, you know, get a nine to five. But that was another thing. Like, I don't like kissing off. So like, I don't want to have a boss that I have to, you know, kiss his ass to climb up the ranks, do this, do that. So I just immediately, I was like, when I saw my opportunity, I was like, I'm out. And I'll never forget the day I was asked, uh, I was picked on in class to like speak about our chapter that we read the night before. Oh, I hadn't God. read the chapter the night before. So it was, you know, I just came up on screen. I was like, you know what? This has been great. It's been real. Um, I don't think it's for me though. And dropped out right there and then. But like I said, like I knew going into it, college was not going to be for me, but I didn't have a backup plan. And like, that would be my advice. You need to have a backup plan. A lot of people will drop out without a set plan. And that's a problem because, you know, now you have no degree, you have no direction going forward. Um, you got to have one or the other. Yeah. I think loads of people go to university because they don't know what they want to do. So like, there's obviously the partying mm -hmm. and the drinking, but it's also a way to procrastinate adulthood. Um, so so what happened? You you dropped out. You obviously had you blown up on on TikTok because of fitness by that point. Yeah. So I was just posting um, like fitness stuff and again, pretty much in every industry that I've learned now, um, you know, any industry on the planet, there's a lot of bullshit um, and a lot of lies to it. So with same thing with the fitness industry, um, you know, I just kept it real from the start and I didn't bullshit, you know, in crypto, how you have people promoting you know, shit coins or, you know, undisclosed promos, um, the fitness yeah. industry, you have people that'll take anabolic steroids, say that they're natural athletes, then promote a protein or pre-workout say that this is, you know, I take this and this is why I look like X. Um, and then people go out and buy that and that's, you know, scamming. So, you know, I just kept it real. Same thing with fitness, um, started popping off on there, but the money, the money was yeah. decent but not nearly enough to like drop out of school again if i was dropping out i want to make sure that i'm set up at least for the next five to ten years because i don't mm -hmm. have a degree you know i don't have a business so if shit hits the fan i need to be okay um and fitness was it just it wasn't enough money um but then you know when crypto and everything started going off um at the same time it was kind of just both of them merged together and i was like 
all right, well, now I have TikTok, I have fitness, that doesn't work, I have crypto, um, it's kind of enough for me to just pull out. Um, and even like the fitness, like I stopped for a little, like just because TikTok is the worst platform for me personally, um, I don't know what the beef is with me. It's just, oh, it's any video that I post. So like if I post a shirtless video, which was like my thing, it now gets taken down for minor safety, even though I'm 21 years old. Um, a lot of them, you know, it's just like, it'll get flagged or it'll get shadow banned. If you're a new creator looking to start out, I mean, TikTok can really change your life. It did. It changed mine in a matter of months. Um, I mean, within one month, like I had 10,000 followers. The next month, I had 30. I remember I got banned at 30,000 followers and I almost gave up. I was like, damn, I just put in so much work. Like, I'm done with this. Thank yeah. goodness I didn't. Because, again, you know, all this crypto and stuff, I would have been, been fine without social media. But I'm sure, as you know, like being an influencer in the crypto space as well, opens up huge doors, huge connections, um, and you definitely profit a lot more. So it's like TikTok, really just from like posting like garage workout videos, like me just in my frat house in Arizona, I just, I woke up one day and I was like, I've had enough of this because I also used to drink quite a bit, you know, South African culture. It's not, it's not something I'm proud of, but you know, I did and it obviously packed on the weight. Um, so I kind of just one day during quarantine, it's really easy to get, you know, slip, you can go, there's a lot of people that choose the path. All right, I'm going to better myself. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get fit. But during a time like COVID and quarantine, it's very easy to go the other way of, you know, okay, I'm just going to sit on the couch, drink, you yeah. know, all that. And that was kind of the road that I took at first. Um, and then, yeah, just one day woke up and like, I always, you know, people ask me like how I do it. And it's like, you got to want it bad enough. Like there was, there was a time, like I've only just got back and working out and stuff like the last month and a half. Um, Prior to that, like the last six months, I completely stopped because like I got comfortable with the money and stuff that I've made in crypto. And I thought that that was all that I needed, which was just not true. Like I watched my mental health slip and everything. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been crazy the last few months. Um, and TikTok really just like that decision one day waking up and especially at my age, like my group of friends, TikTok was something we made fun of. Um, mm. and you know, it was an app that none of us had. And it was like a huge risk for me, like personally taking it. Like I took a lot of shit at the beginning. Um, but again, the career that you can build yourself with it is unbelievable. And just, you know, I'm living proof. I started off with fitness. I was never a bodybuilder before this. I never, before I started working out, you know, over quarantine and TikTok and stuff, I'd worked out maybe like one, two months at a time with my friends in high school at the gym, you know, that kind of stuff, never dieted or anything. Within a few months, like I was this signed athlete with steel. I was their second highest paying athlete, giving out advice, doing all this stuff. People were benefiting from it. And I think that was the craziest thing for me. I never in my life like expected to inspire people or like help people. And I just know from being a fat kid how <laughs> shitty that is. And like losing weight is the greatest feeling on the planet. And when I had a bunch of, you know, little kids in my DMs being like, yo, bro, you've essentially like changed my life like this and that i had a kid in the gym the other day come up to me and told me like he, he was like kind of like shaking and he's like oh bro you're the reason i started working out and for me like that's such a cool thing because you know working out and fitness is something that can be a part of your life for the rest of your life and it's going to change you for the positive so yeah just like a word of advice like if you're out there and like tired of like doing you know nine to five and this and that start a tiktok like it's that it is that easy. You know, people like to overcomplicate that shit. I also, I got my main account taken down. Um, I restarted up a second one, which I don't really post on because it's flagged and, you know, most of them get taken down. But I ran up like 150,000 like followers on that one in a couple of months too. You know, it's very, it's very doable. And the crazy part about it is you can post content that you like and like content yeah. that you're interested. So I think that's what's really cool about it though. But Yeah. That's amazing. I really commend you um, for just turning your life around. So many people just play victim, um, mm. especially during quarantine. I mean, I've, I've seen, you'll see this as well. Like I've seen, you know, my friends go from university and, you know, we're now like in our twenties, mid twenties mm. and like, they're not doing anything. Nobody's doing anything and they're just wasting away in quarantine. And it's, it's so crazy to see. So yeah, I, I really commend you for just creating a life that you love. I think that's amazing. Not enough people do it. They just play yeah, victim. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
but like, so how did you, so you, how did you start making money with crypto? What did you do? What was the beginning? So the very beginning. So I started like, I first started looking at this stuff at like the end of 2016. I was 16 years old. I'm 21 now. Um, And so like 2017 was when I really started putting money in. And obviously like I got fucked up. Like I lost a lot of money. Like I did you buy it up? I bought like Dragon Chain. Um, Vertcoin was like one of like my first purchases. Um, What was that? It was when like ICOs and stuff were popping with Ian Bellina. Um, and there was that mm-hmm. one that came out. I forget the name. It launched on Binance. Um, everyone is talking about how it's going to be the next big thing. Same as Dragon Chain. Oh, Disney partnerships, this and that. Went all in, just got absolutely murked. Um, but then at the same time, I was at the 2017 conference in Miami. And that's where I had this friend... Um, one of my dad's close friends, so like a family friend of ours, um, he got into crypto real early and he at one point had the largest mine in North America, like a big baller. This dude, oh, wow. yeah, this dude, this dude had money. And so he flew from South Africa, um, for the conference and he knew, uh, Charlie Shrem and mm-hmm. he introduced me to Charlie and we went out, um, and we had like some drinks and stuff and Charlie, like, you know, you would look at Charlie and you'd think, oh, like this guy's just a computer dude. He yeah. knows how to get on it. Charlie knows how to get <laughs> off it. So um, I had like a lot of fun with them. And Charlie actually ended up offering me like an internship um, in Florida with him. So in 2018, uh, when it was my summer, because I was still in high school, um, I flew over there and I interned with him for a bit. That was when, um, again, like ICOs and everything with Ian Bellina, like had still been popping off all that. That was when I came across Solana and I found it like ICO, like, cause that was when, that was what I was looking at was ICOs. Like I really wanted to make, you know, get into those. And so Solana came across, like, I was like, oh, this looks, this looks wet. And so, you know, obviously I was there with Charlie and all them. And like, I asked them and they were like, oh yeah, you know, this, this does, like if if it can do what it promises, like this is going to be a hit. And so I obviously could not get pre-sell cause I was, I was like a little kid. Um, they weren't giving me pre-sale. So I had to buy it, you know, after it launched and everything. It obviously that was like peak bear market. And so like for a year, felt like two, you know, felt like multiple years. We just went sideways. Um, didn't really make any money. And not that I lost interest, but I was like, there's just no point in checking my it's portfolio hard. anymore. Yeah. So I just stopped looking at it. And I feel like that's a key that a lot of people miss is that you do, you just gotta put it away, buy it. Buy shit that you like, you know, fundamentally you believe in it. You see it being in a few years um, and, you know, just put it away. And so I did that. And then, you know, 20, when was it like maybe like beginning of like 2020 or like towards the end of 2020 was when it really started going. Um, and again, being around from 2017, I was not going to just watch my bags come back this time. Like there's absolutely no way I was going to let that happen. So I started making money from crypto around then. Um, and again, I was still, my parents at that point were still paying for me and stuff. I was still, you know, like a kid. Um, but once I started making money from crypto, which was actually like one of like the best feelings ever, like I could go like completely independent and like everything was like mine. Like I supported me, like, you know, groceries, like it's a small thing, but like even just like going to get groceries and like yeah. I can buy whatever I want and it's all my money. Um, like that was cool. So yeah, then that, um, and then honestly, like a lot of the money that I made too, was just from staking. Cause I've just been staking my stuff for so long. Um, and then I kind of just will, you know, sell my uh, rewards as profit, take that, um, as passive income and then try and hold the majority of stuff as long as possible. So like Solana, obviously I ended up holding, like that was for multiple years. Um, cause obviously when you're holding it, you know, for over a year, long-term capital gains comes into play, which is like, you know, you're paying half of your tax now. Um, so that was where, when I really started making the money. And then also like from um, TikTok, like the money that I had made from the fitness industry, just from like protein codes, like supplements, like, um, you know, I had a discount code for a clothing company. I took all of that as well and put that in the crypto. Um, and the majority of it, you know, I just, I would buy and I'll try and hold it for at least three months. Um, yeah. Carti was like another early one that I just bought and held for years. Um, v Chain, same thing. And mm. you know, people think this stuff is easy, 
but it's, it's not. not like you it's not you just gotta buy it and it, it's so simple buy low hold it you sell high it, that is all there is to it but it is so much deeper than that you know you gotta hold like today's you know days like the other day <laughs> where we're down 40 30 percent it's it's hard it's not that easy but you have to know what to buy right 100%. and you got the wrong stuff the first time around you seem to have gotten the right stuff this time around um you know you know what you're staking so how do you navigate everything that there is out there i mean even i find it so hard to know you know like what is a good project and what's not so how do you start so step one that i've actually uh that was kind of like a, a hard like pull to swallow that took me a while to understand is and including myself you know um don't listen to influencers influencers mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, the majority of them are pushing stuff, um, you know, for their benefits. Um, and there's, you know, in my opinion, there's a reason there's a lot of people that are anonymous because they're doing things, you know, that people might not, they might not be comfortable doing with putting their face behind it. Um, so point. step one would be, you know, and there's obviously these, there's the exception. There's those couple influencers that have, you know, crazy amounts of money, hundreds of millions, billions that have been in since real early. And like, they don't need to do that kind of stuff. You know, they've earned the reputation. That's a little different. Um, so I'd say that's number one, just knock that out the park. You get rid of half of them real quick. Um, number two for me is the team. Um, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, no matter what the project is, no matter what the idea behind it is, the team is the one that's going to be executing it. And so ultimately, like, you know, you're investing in the idea, but you're investing in the team. Um, if they can't execute it, it doesn't matter how good of a project, how sick it is, it's just not going to happen. Um, so I look at the team. And then number three for me, um, which I don't feel like, I feel like it's been, you know, people have looked at it recently, but like hype is a big one. Like there's a lot of good mm. projects out there that have solid fundamentals, but they just don't know how to market. They don't spend yeah. any money on marketing, which is a huge problem because everyone else is spending money on marketing. Um, and they kind of just sit there, you know? So there's, you know, there's plenty of them. Um, I know like, for example, HBAR is a project that I like, but like hasn't really done anything. I haven't you know? heard of them. Yeah. So it, it's just like, so like a lot of people like think that they, I'm not like too big on it. I don't own any. Um, but so the reason why I don't own any is because it's all over TikTok. And everyone is like, yo, like this and that. Um, but a lot of people like on TikTok prefer the technology over blockchain. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, there's like, there's a lot of projects out there that have, they tick all the boxes. But then when it comes to like social media, hype, um, all that stuff, they don't have it. And because they don't have that, their project kind of just like, it sits in the dark, you know? So it's the same way back. You know, if Apple never marketed, if Amazon never market, never had any advertisements, like it's the exact same thing. And that also scares me. Like if I can, if I'm looking at that, like as a 21 year old college dropout and I'm like, yo, you, you dudes need to get your name out there. You need to market. And they don't understand that as a, like as a project. I don't want to put my money there. Um, and then the last thing that I look at, which again, I think a lot of people overlook is they invest in a lot of shit that doesn't solve any problems you know it's mm. just it's out there solving a problem that doesn't exist it's you know why <laughs> a big reason why i invested in solana eth is fucked you know it's 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 clogged the fees are crazy um it, it, so that's the main reason i went solana um was because of that they had a solid team um the hype at the time too like it was one of the highest rated icos everyone was trying to get in on that um and then it was honestly perfect timing because the bear market hit. Everyone was too scared to buy. Um, went sideways for a bit and then went up. So that would be, yeah, that would be my last tip is like make sure what you're investing in solves a problem. If it doesn't solve mm. a problem, there's no use for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right as well, especially about marketing. Um, it's so important, even just like on an individual level, you know, you can see people out there who are less intelligent than you, but are doing better than you. It's because mm -hmm. they've been able to market themselves, present themselves in yep. such a way, which is so attractive to people. So yeah, marketing is absolutely huge. Um, but given how the market is right now, I'd love your thoughts. Are we in a bear market, bull market? Where do you stand? So 
I get like all the time now, especially like <laughs> with the way the market is, like people be commenting on my stuff like, yo, bro, is this a bear market, bull market? Yeah. In my opinion, so like the way I look at it, like I don't look at this as like a monthly thing. You know, we'll we'll be in a downtrend for a month. People be like, oh, it's a bear market, confirmed bear market. Like I don't, I'm not looking at that. You know, I'm looking at the bigger picture. You know, we've been in a clear uptrend now for a while. Um, I still, I don't think we're in a bear market, bear market. Because, um, you know, when we're talking bear market, it's, it, we don't typically bounce for a couple of years. Um, you know, everything's down negative yes. 90%. Like, that's not the case right now. You know, you have all these institutions, like, there's still a lot of FOMO on TikTok but, and stuff. But do you think that's just because the market has evolved and it's not going to be the same type of bear market as 2018? Or do you think it's because we're just not in a bear market? Yeah, so that was the other thing is that, that's, you know, that's the other situation that I potentially see is that we could be in a bear market, but like you say, the market's kind of evolved and it's not going to be yeah. these multi, you know, year long bear markets. Maybe we just, you know, six months, you know, trade sideways, downwards action a little bit, um, you know, then pop back up. But for me, I'm not 100% sure, you know, whether we go into a multi-year bear market or like you say, you know, markets have evolved. So that's why I always practice buy fire stuff, fire fundamentals, and just hold it. And either way, you know, you're going to win in a couple of years from now. Um, so in my opinion, I don't know. And I think that people, it's also, it's so funny to me, like watching all of these people, like be like, yeah, like, you know, I'm certain of this, this and that. You actually don't have any idea like what's going on because at the end of the day, tomorrow, Russia could drop a bomb on Ukraine and it changes everything you know so it's, it's so like, true it's, so it's true. like it's so funny for me to watch like all this i'm just like i've kind of like learned now just to like sit back because the outcome is inevitable so like i said once you've bought your stuff and you have your coins and you made your decision to get in there's not really much else to do and all this extra stress like paying attention all this it's, it's unnecessary um you know you don't need to do it because again you are not in control like control of the stuff and it's the same thing when i'm, I'm not into american football at all but all my friends are. I watch them talk to each other like they are the coaches and they are the ones oh that get God. to make the decisions on the field. Yeah. You know, oh, we should have done this. We should have done that. I'm like, but you didn't because you're, <laughs> you're not the coach. You can't do anything about it. And it's just like, it's, it's just as funny for me to watch. Yeah, no, I totally hear you. And you said there are, all you're doing right now is you're holding your five coins. So what are those five coins? And oh, I was saying, I was saying, in? I was saying fire coins, like solid coins, my bad. So yes. I actually, I, I've, yeah, I've got yeah. a couple. Um, I hold, so like I'm big on Woo Network right now. Um, I know that Binance um, had, I think it was like 20 or 12 million, one of those numbers with the two in it. Um, like a few weeks ago, they invested. Um, so I'm being on that. That's an exchange. And I know like a while ago, um, they were doing like more volume than Coinbase. Um, I know that wasn't consistent, but you know, it was, it was there. Um, yeah. so we were network. I'm big on NFTB, um, it's NFT platform, same thing backed by Binance labs. Um, they were an early investor. They're getting into like the gaming space too, which I also think is going to be huge. Like, and we can talk about that as well, but I think the gaming space and crypto is really early. So, you know, um, Sol, I'm still holding. You love Solana. Yeah, I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still holding some Solana. Um, I did actually take a bunch of profit though at like 200, which it ended up being like, I pretty much bought the bottom and sold the top, which is crazy. Cause I've never, wow. never done that before. So like, um, you know, everyone, we talk about doing this stuff all the time. Um, but very rarely do we do it. So that's been cool. But, I'm still bag holding a little bit there. Um, and then, yeah, I've got, I had some Luna, which I sold because, again, I can't. There's just, that was, you know, there's a guy on uh, Twitter, you know, Wizard. He tried to get me in on that early um, and I didn't. I didn't listen to yeah. him at like four bucks. Again, I, I put that money in Solana. So, like, can you really be that mad? Um, no, that's the other thing, okay. too. Like, yeah, like, you know, everyone feels like they've missed out, but like, time and time again, you know, the board apes, punks. Solana, Matic, Axie Infinity. It's just showing that there's endless amounts of life-changing opportunities. Um, but you need to know about them, right? You like do. you need to know, you need to be able to spot them. 100%. And like NFTs, like that's, I don't know what the fuck's going on with NFTs. <laughs> like um, people are like asking me, I'm just like, I tried, I bought a bloody pudgy penguin for like five mm -hmm. ETH. 
I'm getting offers for like one ETH. I'm done with that. So, so like I bought the top then. I was just like, what is this? So um, I, I feel like with the NFTs too, um, I think those are going to come crashing down so hard, like harder than the meme coins. Because um, I think it's like the same people that are just recycling them. You know what I mean? Like going from project to project. Eventually, like people are going to get tired. And, you know, you're not going to have, I think NFTs, you know, the technology is the future, but not these profile photos left. And yes. Right. You know, these are just like, when you talk about putting, um, you know, information and stuff like putting paychecks as NFTs and, you know, having IDs as NFTs, that for me is the future, not, not the, not the profile pictures. And again, like board ape and stuff, a little different, crazy community. But like yes. a lot of them, I think, are going to crash and burn. But I agree. You have to you have to know exactly what you're looking for. And again, with influencers, be careful because when, you know, it's, I see someone, so like, for example, my boy Faze Banks, like I'm a big fan of him. Um, but whenever he like tweets about any NFT, posts it on his Instagram, anything, the floor goes crazy instantly. If you get in after That's the floor has gone crazy, you know, there's not new people buying that. You know, you've yeah. got to be wary. But yeah, yeah no, same, I am. Same thing with the coins. Got to know what to look for. Yeah, no, I'm with you on NFTs. I think that um, it's definitely a bubble. There's definitely um, unnecessary hype. But the technology and the concept in terms of giving something a digital ID, auth authenticating it onto the blockchain. Yeah, 100%. I mean, even art, like even as, yep. even just digital art, I totally see it. Um, but I want to just like get your thoughts actually on TikTok because you mentioned meme coins there. And mm. meme coins were definitely the highlight of this bull market for me. Um, but what was going on on TikTok? Because like wasn't TikTok pumping all these coins and it was kind of driving the market at some point. What yeah. happened? So again, like a lot of, a lot of people don't understand like all these other, which just like it, it baffles me because all these people that are doing this stuff are supposed to be like really intelligent. You know, they're supposed to be <laughs> yes. developers, all this stuff, all these people that ended up creating these random meme coins and stuff do not understand how this all started and how it all started was one kid on TikTok made one video about safe moon and being like yo the tokens burn this and that that one video got 10 million views why and it, it just the tiktok algorithm and it was when crypto so that was like you know when crypto first kind of started going crazy when we first were heading up to 60k so that was when you know it kind of started going mainstream again like for the March. first time in a while yeah so like the first time it kind of started going crazy. So this dude was like, oh, meme coin, first one, it burns like this and that. And again, I'm never, I'm not one, you know, to talk too much about it, but like the IQs on TikTok are very low. So it's these kids that are just, they don't understand market cap, anything. And they just hear these numbers and they're like, okay, bet. They are only putting in two, three hundred, four, five hundred dollars $500. But when you get 10 million views on a video, if you even get a 1% conversion rate of that, you know, it's, it's crazy. So this one kid posted that video. I mean, if he had played this right, you know, he would have made <laughs> money for his kids, 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 kids. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he made bread, but I don't think, you know, no one was expecting it to go the way it did. But he ended right. up making one or two more follow-up videos and it just went crazy. You then had all these other meme coins and then, you know, Shiba went next and a few others. But then you had all these other meme coins trying to just do the exact same thing um, without that viral video. And I'm like, that's not how it works. You can't just create the, again, like, and it, it sucked too, like being half the reason, like, why, like, I chilled out with the influencer stuff for a bit was because I had, like, friends and, like, people that I knew trying to get me to, like, promote their stuff. And I'm like, no, like, and that, you know, like, especially NFT projects bro, this one's different, like actual this, this, that. No, it's not. It's all the same thing. And like, you're my boy and it's making me mad because all the blame will fall on my back, you know? Um, so all these, I was like trying to explain that to people. I'm like, it's only a matter of time before your meme coins come crashing down. Because also how that works, until the second that people stop buying that, the price is going down. And the thing is, there's no utility. So in order for people to keep buying that coin, you need to have some kid on TikTok every single month getting 10 million views on a video. The second yeah. that stops happening, your coins are going to shit. And so especially when I started seeing all these random other coins coming into the space, I gave it a crack with one or two. Lost all my money. <laughs> Again, same thing. Um, Which ones? But it was, 
this coin like moon moon went to zero yeah nah i mean it's in the name so again i didn't put a whole lot of money and i put a disclaimer out there i was like i'm fully prepared for this to go to zero and it went to zero people are still mad but i was like i don't know what you it's called moon moon and i said it you know there's a good chance it goes to zero so i don't know what to tell you so i gave it a couple cracks didn't work out and so i was just like you know i'm done with this but the whole meme coin thing for me and it's the same thing with nfts like at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, it's not really a big deal, but like it honestly has to stop in order for this space to like go forward. Um, like it's just, it's crazy. Like it gives, it just doesn't give a great look at all, you know? And I know we have like the Biden administration supposed to be rolling out some regulations like real soon. So like things like that, if we get shitty regulations, it's going to be because of meme coins and, you know, all this random stuff. And I remember posting videos on TikTok being like, do not buy this shit. You know, it's 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 not real. And there was this one specific dude that created his own meme coin, a TikToker that had no idea what he was doing. He copy and pasted mm-hmm. the code, said it. He named it scam, like like oh, scam wow. coin. And I was yeah. like, don't, don't buy this. He tried, he's like, oh, let me send you some. I was like, no, I don't want any of that. Yeah. I made a video and I was like, yo, if you guys buy this stuff, you're gonna lose all your money. The responses that I got were actually like incredible like people wanted to take my head off when i spoke badly about shiba inu people were livid and they were just like they were so confident that it was going up and you know fast forward now it's everyone's like oh okay like no more meme coins like tiktok like as a whole has grown up but like six months ago like they were fully just like oh no it's all good like meme coins meme coins and it was never going to end well. And, you know, that's like a lot of people like, oh, we didn't have a blow off top. We didn't have a blow off top. That could have very well been the blow off top. You know, you had these mm-hmm. meme coins going berserk. You know, like you say, the markets evolved. The blow off top just might be in a different form. But, yeah, that was that was absolutely crazy. And that was when TikTok even cracked down like on, like, their crypto guidelines and everything. And yes, I remember. For me, like – you know, I know there's no regulations and stuff on this market yet. And, you know, you can <clears throat> legally, yes, you can go and talk about crypto. But I'm wondering to myself, especially like a lot of like the TikTokers and stuff that got paid to talk about stuff and it rugged the zero. Surely there's got to be legal consul, like surely somewhere down the line, like you have to be held accountable. I, I don't know. Like otherwise. Like- I think, I think some are, but only like only the celebrities. I know that I saw Kim Kardashian and some other celebrities are being sued for promoting ETH Max. Yep. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Well, funny thing about ETH Max or ETH Maxi or something. I know exactly something the one like you're that, talking yeah. about. I saw it on a story and I was like, but I was at, so there's this uh, house in Los Angeles. It's called, it's something house. Like, but it's, so what they do is they have uh, like a bunch of different kids come from startup companies and they'll do it once a month and they rotate like a new group of people once a month. And ultimately like you live in this house together and you all like bounce ideas off of each other and help each other with your startups and shit. So like, it's cool. And I went there for one of, one of their events, their one dinner. And I met this dude that was he starts talking to me and he's like oh like you're in a crypto like because not many people were crypto there it was mostly just like business like orientated starts talking to me he's like oh like have you ever promoted coins and i was like no not really it's not and he's like oh like i'm the guy that sets them up i was like what do you mean like i get talking to him like he doesn't want to give me his name or anything we get further down the line and like i'm not shy so like i straight up asked him i was like dude you're a scammer like He's like, no, but like there was this one project, like Ethereum Max that I was in charge of. And like, and he pretty much just said, yeah, that, they, that he rugged everyone. And like, this dude doesn't show his face or anything, but he gets like, they just get these Telegram group chats he was telling me, get a bunch of people on it, um, get them to pay influencers, they'll pump it and then just rug it. I'm like, oh dog, are you not God. afraid of going to jail? He's like, no, not really. Like, you can't track it, this and that. It was honestly made me livid. <laughs> I was just standing there and That's I was crazy. like, I, I want to sock you, but can't do that that is crazy yeah yeah I know I know my brother was actually out in LA like a few months ago and he was telling me how they were they were all creating these new coins and pumping them to like hundreds of hundreds of thousands and then just yeah absolutely every single week like the amount of people that I have like on just like in my dms that will like they first found me on tiktok and like they'll start you know oh bro like love your videos like they're so funny this and that then a week later 
oh, bro, like I have this NFT project. Like, can you promote it, this and that? And it's just like every single one of them, if it doesn't rug now, it's going to happen just because these people cannot keep up with these unrealistic roadmaps and expectations. Like, I don't know if you know about like the Nelk Boys and like the no, NFT. who's the Nelk Boys? So like they're like a big like uh, like YouTuber um, group, I guess. Um, yeah, so like they they kind of their main age group, I'd say, is a little bit younger than me. Um, but they pretty much just launched an NFT project, and they okay. they they NFT minted for 0.75 ETH, I believe. They sold ten thousand, sold out instantly, and they made twenty three million off the drop. And so their project, what they are saying is um, with their utility, the whole, you know, the whole drive towards it is they're going to build gyms and throw festivals, this and that. There's a shitload of red flags. For one, the contract was not verified, which is just bizarre. You know, it's like okay. so that they put out a whole thing like we're going to make sure we're doing this right, this and that. They announced the release of the NFT project. And then the mint was the very next day. So like there's there was that red flag. Um, there's the one that they went. I watched last night. I went and looked at all the wallets. The team was sweeping the floor, which is just, you know, after the team initially dumped as it listed, um, they had Sam Pepper and their friends and family, which I don't know if you know, but Sam Pepper, he was behind like Save the Kids, which was a meme coin that rugged. Um, very well-known scammer in the space. Um, so I don't know why. You know, they would have them in there. That's crazy. And again, yeah, so it's like, I'm looking, and I'm, I like the Nelk Boys. I'm rooting for them. I'm not saying it's yeah. a scam. I don't think, you know, you can say it's a scam just yet because they are making all these big promises and stuff. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, with $23 million, you probably could pull it off. But yeah. also, there's a lot of questions, like, to be answered. Like, for example, the majority of their fan base, I don't think is definitely not 21 years old. Therefore, they cannot go to these music festivals, to these clubs that are going to be 21 and up, you know. So there's, there's, I mean, that you have Lana Rhodes, too, who dropped her, like, NFT collection, which I don't even know what that is to do with. But, like, everyone is. People, yeah, like, it's just, like, they have same thing as uh, Trump's missus. I forget her first name, but. It, like, um, What's her name? Oh, wow. Now that's gone from my head. Melania or Millennia. Thank you. What, Melania. One, yeah, one Melania. of them. Like, I saw that she had like a 99% royalty. On, I don't know if that was real, but I was just like 99% royalty on her NFTs. And I was like, how is this even a thing? And like, you have her like tweeting about like Bitcoin and all this stuff now, but she just has some PR dude. Like they don't even know what's going on. So it, it's yeah. for me, like this market almost needs like a little bit of a flush, but you know, just going back, like I'm same thing. Like, I don't know if like milk boys, like if that project fails, surely they're going to have to deal with legal consequences. Like that's essentially, you know, you could look at it. That's a $23 million raise. Like that yeah. is <laughs> like institutions taking that kind of money. So it's like, They've gone and done that and promised all, you know, these big things. So we'll see how it happens. But yeah, the, the NFTs and a lot of people are asking me right now, oh, how do I get into them, this and that? They've been popping for a little bit now. I don't know if I'd be getting in just yet. Um, again, like I don't own any apes or any punks or anything. I still believe that we go through a bear market, at least, you know, like an NFT bear market. That's like the time to buy, you know, when everyone's, when everyone's shitting themselves, no one wants to pick up. Like it just, it can't go up forever, you know, just like we've seen with Bitcoin, you know, what goes up must come down. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't even, I'm waiting for a confirmed bear market before I ape into basically everything. Um, I'm totally ready for it. Um, but I want to move on a little bit and talk about El Salvador because I know you have some thoughts there. <laughs> um, so Nayib Bukele, like he is wild. His tweets are just insane. Um, I read a tweet yesterday and every, it was, there was like three lines and every line just shocked me as I kept going and I kept going. I was like, what am I reading? Mm. Um, is he gambling the country's money? I think he's a lunatic. Because really? I think he's a lunatic because he reminds me of myself. But <laughs> here's the problem. You know, I am not the president of a country. Um, I'm a 21-year-old dropout <laughs> who's still living near the university. Um, so it's just like I see the things that he's doing. And one, we are like we're no longer early in my opinion. You know, when I gave my junior year of high school, which was – that is, you know, sec almost your last year of high school, second to last year. Like I was given 
presentations on Bitcoin and my classes and stuff whenever I got the opportunity, nice. you know, to present whatever we wanted to. Everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. No one had heard of it. That was early. You know, now when my Uber driver is asking me about it and stuff, like that's no longer early. So you have the president of a nation, a not so wealthy nation that's like loading up on Bitcoin that is like you said, like you even like you said it yourself, you're waiting for a confirmed bear market. Yeah. Um, he's just like loading up on and I don't know, like the first time he started buying, but it got to have been close to the top. Um, I, I'm he's definitely down overall. Um, and, you know, essentially for me, the way I'm looking at it is he's either going to be a hero or he's going to wipe mm. El Salvador off the face of the earth because I mean what if Biden comes in, you know, and he drops awful regulations and we do go down for a year or two years, like can El Salvador like hang on for like, you know what I mean? So it's like you have just, especially coming from South Africa, like I've seen like what these nations look like, you know, you can't really afford to just be holding like, like, you know, I'm going to school and stuff. I can afford to put my portfolio away for two years and just not look at it. You know, I feel like the dude has not done his like just doesn't know really like what he's doing essentially i feel like he's one of us like he's the gen like he's just like buying it but i'm like dog you are the president of a country at the same time and i hope it works out for him because that means it works out for me um you know but do you think he's selling like is he selling i think didn't they buy around like around like 58 60k That's maybe awful. they sold but maybe they sold at 68k <laughs> i just i don't i don't know I, I don't know i have no idea um but i also think too like it's a little concerning like i thought it was funny like when you know he gave moody's the middle finger but yeah also same thing again that's something that i would do as a college dropout i don't know if i'd give moody's the middle finger as the president of a country when they downgrade me you know because i'm doing <laughs> i'm doing things out of the blue um again i'm i'm a very big fan of going against the grain so mm-hmm. respect to him you know i'm i'm struggling to sleep some nights so i have no idea how this dude is going to bed um i just think that you know it's it's the first time we've ever really seen anything like it happen um sure. and i think a lot of it kind of depends on what happened a lot of it short term is going to depend what you know what happens with biden and these you know these regulations um and I know the U.S. the second that El Salvador made Bitcoin illegal, tender everything already. Like you know, I forget what they did, but like they they weren't fucking with it. You know, they they were not yeah. a fan. Um, so I'm very curious to see what happens. It's kind of like a tick. I think we'll, we'll have our answer pretty soon because again, like you know, the third world nation, you can't just keep buying the dip and it just not go up. You know, it it has to go up very shortly. Um, I do love what they're doing though. Like I watched like the YouTube video on like the little town um, that they took like a few years ago and yeah. everything, you know, there's on crypto, the payments, um, they got the one ATM there. I think that's dope. Um, yeah. And if you could do that, you know, on a larger scale, that would be cool. Um, again, I think that he could do what he's trying to do, but I would rather wait for a better time. You know, like this stuff's not going anywhere soon like NFTs, all this stuff, I think we're still really early. Um, again, ETH 2.0 hasn't even come out yet. I just think that he could have timed it a little better, you know? Um, yeah. Same thing. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. No, go just on, because go on. I, I, Just because like I'm sitting here and like I'm nervous and <laughs> I'm just like trying to put myself, same thing as Michael Saylor. Like he's got to be an alcoholic at this point. Like there's no way <laughs> that he's just sitting there. You don't like, think he's chill? I mean, like, I think he is, but like at the same, like, I'm pretty chilled most of the time, but also like you always got that thought in the back of your head and I'm also not buying billions on leverage. So like, that's pretty incredible. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I just think no matter how good at you are at this stuff. And I think it's something that people need to realize, like, unless, you know, you, once, once you've pulled your initial like money, the money that you need to take care of yourself. Until you've done that, it's going to be stressful. And I feel like El Salvador certainly hasn't done that, you know? Um, especially, like like you say, if they got in at 58K. I mean, if they got in at 58K and sold 68, that's absolutely incredible. Um, then, you know, the president's a god and he should open up, you know, he should open up a Qcoin account on my, uh, on my referral link. 
But (laughs) I don't know, you know. Um, At the same time, too, KSI went down $5 million this year, which I thought was incredible. Um, I considered, you know, 2021 to be free money. I thought that this was just, you know, (laughs) everyone was making money. And when KSI retweeted that, I was just like, this is, you know, just to show the importance of this. I hope, and I'm, I doubt that he'll do it, but I hope that, that, you know, that the president of El Salvador will never get involved with leverage. Um, but, you know, that's a scary, ta- that's a scary thing to do. I think at least, you know, the way the president's going about it, just buy and hold is the safest way that you could go about it. Um, but yeah, I'm very interested to see the outcome. I think it'll be interesting for the history books for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for them. I really hope it works because I think that in terms of timing timing it, that would just be impossible. We just can't time the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally now would be a great time to sort of announce that you're going to accept Bitcoin as legal tender, add it to your balance sheet and so on. But like... Mm-hmm countries reserves but i don't know you just can't time it i'm really rooting for them i hope you know i, I hope it does work out um but just kind of moving forward change the subject a little bit um in terms of you your career like what is the goal then at this point because you don't want a nine-to-five you don't want a boss you are growing on socials you're obviously trading well swing trading so what what's the goal for you so the goal for me right now is I took a break from doing like YouTube and stuff. Um, I used to do just like vlogs and yeah. like funny skits and just like, just like random stuff. Um, I stopped doing that for a while. Um, and I'm actually going to start that back up this week. I'm recording my first video. Um, so I'm going to do that. And that was like, that's honestly like one of my favorite things to do. Cause it's kind of just like, you know, you record you doing you, um, and you know, you get paid to do so. So like, um, the plan is to get back on that. I really want to start grinding YouTube. Um, and again, so many people, like, I think that if I can really commit, um, you know, I get a good editor, a good videographer, like I can blow up cause it's, again, it's just all consistency. Um, and just posting like a lot of people just don't do it. Um, you just have to do it. So the plan is definitely move forward with that. Um, and then just continue honestly to, so what I've been doing with like, especially while the market's so volatile, like a lot of people are scared, but when you get these negative 30% dumps, prime example, you know, Wu dumped all the way to like 49 cents or something. I checked this morning, it's already back up to 65 cents. So, you know, you don't have to time it perfectly, but when some of like my favorite alts are down like 25, 30%, I will, you know, load up with some spot, and I'll just wait for a relief bounce, wait, you know, 10, 15% anywhere there, sell it. Um, and then that kind of keeps me busy. Cause again, the whole, the hard part about this, you know, with the investing is you just, you can't touch it. You just buy it, you leave it. Um, it's very boring. You know, you can't do anything. So like the swing trading kind of keeps me active a little bit. Um, TikTok, I don't know if we're going to go forward with that just because so much drama. Um, yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, we'll see how far the bodybuilding goes. Um, just, you know, I'm curious, just like, again, being like a fat kid my whole life, like, it's kind of cool, like, to be doing you this stuff. You should do it. Yeah, yeah keep and, it up. Yeah, no, 100%. It's also kind of just to, like, show people, like, you, because, I mean, I was obese. Like, I was, uh, I was not in have the you, best shape at all. You should, I don't know if I've, I haven't seen, but have you put a picture up on Twitter of what you were like before? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was ugly. It's somewhere up there. I'll drop, I'll drop another you one. You should soon. do it again. Yeah, do it, no, do it before and after. You, have you ever seen like the Michelin man, like the dude, the, no. the dude that advertised for like for the tire company? It looks like a giant marshmallow. That's, that's I'm gonna what look I look him up like. really quickly. Wait, what are, yeah. the Michelin man? How do I spell that? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, Mich- Michelin, Michelin man, but he's like a tire, Michelin like man. a like a tire guy. Um, one of the oh, like that. Yeah, that's how I was looking. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, not great. Um, you well, that's amazing. You should upload. You should upload that. I want to see that. No, hundred percent. So yeah, that's why that's why I kind of wanted to start YouTube again and just like document it, um, because people just like you people don't understand like your mental health like and physically like that starts everything. Um, and like you know you you go even deeper into it, like talk about like foods and stuff. Like the reason why, in my opinion, like the ultimate downfall, which like and not a lot of people will get this, but like the ultimate downfall of society is going to be the food that we're eating. Um, mm. you know, since the eighties, male testosterone has dropped 1% like every single year. 
Um, you know, it's no longer men 20 years ago looked like men versus today you have these 25-year-olds on TikTok that look 16. It's because their mm -hmm. testosterone is on the floor. And, you know, when you got low testosterone, you're depressed, you're lazy. Um, and a lot of this comes from, like, the food and shit that we're eating today. So it's like, you know, you feel like shit. You're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to make money. You're not going to want to go out. You're not going to have the energy to talk to girls, guys, whatever it may be. So, like, I think a lot of people overlook that. But it literally starts from, like, step one. Yeah, like, no, you're totally me, right. Yeah, like, my trading, everything, like, that's why I got back into the gym, you know, like, a month, two months ago was because, like, I noticed that I didn't have as much energy. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't watching the markets, wasn't doing as much research. Um, and so, like, I find it crazy that in Canada, I saw that Maine on Twitter tweeted that their gyms have only just opened up, like, a week ago. Like, that to me is insane because gyms aren't essential business. Like, it cures depression, you know? If you're gonna if you're gonna hand out opioids and all this and that at the same time, like you have to allow people to go to the gym. Like that is my form. That is how I go. And like you know, it, it's not that not that I'm depressed, but it just makes you feel good. You know, like you just like you ready to move on with your day. Um, and it's like I just I notice if I don't work out, I don't feel as good. Like I don't I don't feel like I've done anything. I haven't achieved anything. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I think there's so much wrong society now. That's a podcast for another time. Um, mm -hmm. Low testosterone, the food, you know, girls looking like guys, guys looking like girls. But um, yeah, crazy. I don't know where we're going. I don't, again, I don't like know. people like like they really worry over this stuff. Like yeah. for me, like I'm not too worried just because it's again the outcome's inevitable. I cannot. There's nothing. No matter how hard I work for the rest of my life, no matter what position. I get to, I'm not going to be able to do anything about this. You know, society is mm. going to be society. It's going to do its thing. And like, I see a lot of people complaining all the time. I'm like, yeah, if you hate it that much, just move off the grid, you know, go live on like a little farm and do your thing then. And then you can live by yourself and you see how you like it. But I think the me. best thing to do is just make enough money so that you are independent and immune from whatever society is going through. Um, and then surround yourself with like-minded people because there are enough people who see the world um, in a similar way. So, um, yeah, we don't, I feel, I feel yeah. like that number is growing too, especially it with is. Like all the shit that's going on. Like, oh, yeah. I was never so much like, yo, like F the system, this and that. Like, I'm fully now, like, I'm not with it at all. Like, it's just like, after all the shit, like especially me moving to, you know, the whole reason I moved here with my family originally six years ago was the corruption and all the shit that From was going South on Africa. in Africa. Yeah. And so like I was originally, I was born in Zimbabwe. So like a little further up, left Zimbabwe because, of, you know, it was going down the toilet. South Africa then started going down the toilet, came to the U.S., then realized that, see, the thing that upsets me about the U.S., like Africa, like, they're so bad at hiding their corruption and stuff. You know what's happening. Like, it's blatantly obvious. It's right there in your face. So, like, you're not, if it makes sense, like, you're not that upset. You know, you know it's going to happen. So, it's like, you know the outcome. It's like, bet, like, you know, my taxes are going there, whatever. The U.S., I've learned, has far more corruption than Africa will ever have. The thing is, they are just bad at hiding it, um, which is more painful to me. And, you know, you don't need any further proof than looking at all the uh, the beautiful Democrats and Republicans that outperform the SPY, you know it's absolutely it's inc it's incredible. So um, I, it, that to me was a big eye opener. I was just like, damn, you know, everywhere is kind of uh, everywhere has got its problems, and you kind of just for me, like at least in the US, I'm safe, which is you know number one priority. Um, South Africa is not that safe of a place. Johannesburg is like one of the most violent cities in you know in the whole world. That's crazy. Um, so that was one thing that I learned. But yeah, the US very good at hiding their corruption. Um, and the one thing and I really it in, uh, wrapping it in patriotism and we're yeah, here to save like, you. I really like hate like too like how the US. It's just uh, it's more everything's become about politics like it's no longer about the yes. truth at all you know you got news channels fighting each other like it's crazy it's you got full-grown adults acting like little kids and it's just like it baffles my mind i'm just like you know you guys do you
Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, your insight is really interesting. Um, I loved everything that you had to say. I think you're so on the right path. I think you see the world in, in the correct way. So I'm super excited to see what you do, um, um, you know, in the next in the next few years. So where can people find you and follow you? So um, you can find me on Twitter at Cousin Crypto, um, spot with a zero at the end. And then I have a podcast, Heinous Pumps, that I've just started in the last few weeks. Uh, me and one of my boys, he's another student at Arizona State. Um, so it's pretty cool. You know, you get to listen to two kids living during COVID and all this shit. So, you know, I kind of get to see it from our eyes. Um, and then Instagram, Josh Dark Bryant. Um, be posting on YouTube too, JBiz Athletics. Going to be all over the place. Uh, 2022 is a year for social media for sure. Amazing. Guys, definitely go follow um, Cousin Crypto. Some amazing insight there. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I had an awesome time. For sure. Guys, don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button and tune in for another great guest next week. We'll see you then.